This episode of the CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have two convenient locations, Capitol Hill and Wallingford. I love going to Capitol Hill. I'll go order my food, whether it be tacos, burritos, or tamal. I love their tamales. They're fantastic. And then I'll go sit on the patio, enjoy my meal, and then wait for something interesting to happen. And given that it's Capitol Hill, something interesting always happens. If you don't have time to go to either location, you can always order through your favorite food ordering app, Uber Eats, Caviar, or Chow Now. They make it really easy to get all of your favorite items. So next time you're craving some delicious Mexican food, stop in or order. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. Before we get going, I want to remind you to check out our sponsors, Rancho Bravo Tacos. I'm sure you guys have been to Rancho oh, at yeah. some point. <laughs> uh, shout out to Rancho Bravo. Follow them on social media, Rancho Bravo Tacos, and you can get carry out drive through through the Capitol Hill location and Caviar, Chow Now, and DoorDash. They also have a location in Wallingford, a walk-up location. So check them out for... Um, some tacos, and they just started serving birria tacos, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with birria, but yeah, slow-cooked, super good. Yep. Uh, and then margaritas. Man, one margarita, and you're going to be happy and want to have more more tacos. And then uh, our other sponsor, Crunchy Red Fruit. Jackson Robot was canless sommelier for a really long time, and he's created a wine experience where he brings you low-quantity, vo- low high-quality varietals from all over from all over the world basically uh so check them out crunchy red fruit um i don't think i've had a bottle that i did not like are you guys wine drinkers uh, on occasion uh, not me but <clears throat> no no my girlfriend well, yeah. then check out crunchy red fruit <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> all right well Gift thank ideas. you there, we go. there hey i mean you can do like a one month uh they call it a he calls it a wine circle mm. Uh, and uh, basically once every three, I think it's once a month now, he, he members get three bottles and it's from all over. And then he gives a, he gives a lot of detail into the wine cool. and what you should drink with it, what music you should listen to it. Whoa. You should listen to like he goes deep into the into producing content to go along with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So thank you guys for so for coming so much. I have the. Owners, founders, owners, founders, 
of CEOs, whatever CEOs, you want to call it. Yeah, that's of, us. All of, the above. Of Drip Tea Market. So before we get started, I didn't introduce you guys, but take a second, introduce yourselves, and uh, and then we'll just go from there. All right. Well, I'm M. Justin Nguyen. Kendrick Morphin. Paul Klein. Justin, and Paul, and <laughs> Ken J. All right. And so probably would you say that drip tea is uh, is has they've it, that's been around for a bit right yeah um our cafe's been around for um almost two years now okay um we opened during we soft opened during february uh right before the pandemic in 2020 oh okay and then our grand opening was in march got it perfect time to start a business honestly yeah. you would think it was the worst timing possible but um we opened kind of in a rush because of how we closed our lease and and um, the deals that we had made and the equipment that we had bought. And we were just kind of running out of time to start making money. And the sort of procedures that came from the pandemic made it a really ideal time for us to, like, hunker down and, and like, master our craft and, and perfect our recipes right. and everything. Because right when business, like, started to slam us, we had to shut down. Right. Yeah. Because after our grand opening, everybody wanted to come, and we were just like yeah. still kind of learning how to make things work. Oh, so you guys came up with all of those? Yeah, I mean, we had like <laughs> this is not even an exaggeration, <laughs> like maybe three hundred dollars in our account. Yeah, when <laughs> we opened, so the, no, it was crazy. The, the day we had opened, we were like, we have till today, we have to make money today. Yeah, and or then, else we're gonna be under. But you know, even to re- um, till this day, like on record, it was um, one of our busiest days we've ever had in business, and that's after wow. two years of being open. Even it was just everybody was like waiting and anticipating and banging on our door. And um, I remember, so the way we're set up is um, we're on the corner of Tenth and Pike, and um, if you wrap around on the right side of the road, like you hit the main street, right, like uh, adjacent to Broadway, and then up the road there's. Um, Big Mario's Pizza. Right. And then further up the road, there's uh, Bai Tong Street Kitchen, right? So uh, I remember you could tell how far along the line a customer who came into the cafe was at by the food they brought <laughs> yeah. in. Because um, people at the tail end of the line would be eating Bai Tong appetizers. Right. And people in like the middle of the line would be eating like Big Mario Pizza slices. And uh, by the end of the night of our grand opening, um, our entire trash can was just like, pizza and Thai yeah. food I mean think about it it was like it was like an hour wait almost yeah, like, just take. to get some drinks it's wow. crazy yeah, from an really outsider's good. perspective because I didn't know them when they opened up drip tea because I, I don't do drip tea I'm just with the market right like mm-hmm. just the clothing part like I almost feel like the pandemic them closing hyped it up more like people are like <laughs> I gotta go like I missed out like I don't know if this business yeah. is still gonna be around I gotta go get this drink right. so people yeah. were freaking out they wanted that that drink so bad yeah so that could be a combination of Bad timing, but good timing. Yeah. As far as building brand mm-hmm. awareness mm-hmm. under th- these weird circumstances. Yeah. yeah. Definitely it, a blessing in disguise. For sure. I mean, well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I mean, 100%. I see. You know, I see everybody that walks into that's or walking around Capitol has those bare. Yeah. Yeah. The has those bottles, bare yeah. bottles, mm-hmm. and it's like these. So it's like that's fantastic. Yeah. So then that. So then the drip tea market. How did that come from from tea? Uh-huh. So pretty funny story. I mean, we always had a retail side in our cafe because we wanted to have a new concept, right? So we kind of followed the lines of like uh, Kith. Okay. Are you familiar? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, like they have a clothing store, right? And then they have Kith treats, which is like their soft serve. 
Okay. So a lot of kids can't afford like the four hundred dollar hoodie, and they but they can all afford like the ten dollar soft serve. Right? Sure. To so get we, something yeah. from the brand. Yeah. So we wanted to do like. The opposite of that, kind of like, hey, you can come and look at the clothes, and you might not buy anything, but you can always leave with a drink. You can always get a bear sure. bottle as like your souvenir, in a sense, right? Right. So that's the kind of the concept for the cafe. So we always had the retail side, and then we wanted to make the retail side like into something bigger because we kept on selling those products too quick, and that right. space was just too small. Okay. And what we wanted to fulfill. And another uh, good problem to have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Always good problem. Growth. Right. And then uh, Ken Jay walked in the door one day. We had no clue who he was. Oh, yeah, wait, hold on. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, let's explain this. Justin, this is a good one. Justin and I have to tell the story of how we started working with Ken Jay in tandem because um, I think you were working in the kitchen, right? Okay, so um, at the time, uh, during our first year, Justin and I would work at the cafe every day. You would always, that's where you would find us. Yeah. And um, I remember that I was working, like, in the front of house, and Justin was in the kitchen, in the back of house, and then I... Um, I just I kind of was like looking at my phone just to sleep because this is when our uh, cafe Instagram was like going crazy right yeah. and uh, sometimes I would just check and see who was following us right and so then I was like oh who are these guys um, <laughs> parcel.us they look like a, a sneaker store I've never heard of and that's like rare you know it's, right. it's, it's very unlikely that there would have been a sneaker store we hadn't heard of yet uh, in our area but they were very new at the time and so we were like, oh, who's Parcel? And I went back to the kitchen. I'm like, hey, Justin, you hear these guys? And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're dope. They just opened up. Let's give them a follow back. And as soon as Justin followed them back, um, was it me who went outside or you? I think you got it little. I think you got it flipped. I think I was in the kitchen and you came in. No, no, I no. came in and I was like, whoa, check out this Instagram. Have you heard of them? And you're like, no. And then we followed them and then... He literally walked through the door. I walked through the door. I, yeah. I remember I got out of the car with, with the other owner, Parcel Orlando, and as I walked up to Drip Tea, I got a follow. I was like, I thought it was like automated. Like, if you went there, you'd automatically get followed. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is crazy. Like, I, I don't know how they do that, but it, it works. Like, that's weird. Yeah, uh, we need to invent that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they, and then uh, they essentially came out. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm from Parcel. Like, oh, yeah. We, we literally we just, just saw you. Like, just yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we just started chopping it up, and then yeah. Yeah, we, we... Paul comes running back. I'm like, cause we swapped uh, spots. I was in the kitchen, and then Paul comes running back. He's like, bro. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, Parcel's here. And I was like, like the people we were just talking about, like literally ten seconds ago. And he's like, yeah. So I'm like, all right. So I go out there, and we're all chopping it up, and we just got familiar. They wanted to supply our store with some of their like clothing at from their store. Okay. So we're like, you know, we could work a deal and then the more we talk the more we're like okay these guys are cool and then Kenjay reached out and he's like oh do you guys want to collaborate and I was like okay yeah that sounds that sounds fun but little did we know it would actually end up being a whole store right <laughs> we were thinking maybe like a small collaboration but then it was like the idea came up like hey let's just like open an entire store yeah, yeah. it can yeah. be more yeah. yeah it could be more it can be yeah. more no that's that's super cool I mean I think that the for the entrepreneurial mindset, you have to be aware of these opportunities or the possibility of these opportunities, and you can't dismiss anything. So even though the you know it's a, as something as simple as an Instagram follow and then a follow back, but then to have that frame of mind to say okay, you know to dig, to 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 dig deep, not dig deeper, but to you know ask some more questions, have a conversation. A lot of people I think are easy to. I mean, I'm super guilty of it where. I just dismiss stuff so easy. And then hindsight, it's, man, I could have. And then, you know, being self-aware of that, I try to uh, minimize that. But, the, no, that's great that you guys identified that. So the 
your first drip tea market location um I had I never went to it. Everyone just said you needed to have a secret handshake and a secret. <laughs> it was a secret like code. That. I mean, the first in. the first month we started, um, I want to say we did appointment only, but then it just got a little hectic. People weren't like showing up to their appointments, and that like you know affected sure. our business because like if they don't show up, then we the the yeah. next people have to wait, and that's like a thirty minutes of right. no money, right? Yeah. So um, after that, we just like. Let's just have people come to the cafe and then ask if they can come to the market. Okay. And then we would just escort them up. The gatekeepers. So yeah, you guys gatekeepers. Lot of, <laughs> a lot of steps doing that. But, I mean, that wasn't that wasn't necessarily by choice, really. It was just the fact that um, the lease that we had gotten was upstairs. It, yeah. it was just right across the street. It had opened up. It was cheap. It was convenient. And it was safe. So one of the big pros of that was that um, you probably couldn't ever possibly break into our building right because it was tucked away in the second floor and the inside of an office space <laughs> <laughs> but um that's also the reason why we couldn't just open our doors yeah to like yeah. everybody you know yeah. there's no way Double in the building. Sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it must be nice to not have that worry though of where to put stuff is it in proximity next to the door mm-hmm. can i go to the bathroom without locking the place up because mm-hmm. uh, i spend a lot of time at soulmates just a few blocks away and when I'm there by myself and I got to go to the bathroom, I mean, I have to lock the door. Yeah. And then if I hear someone knocking or something, then, man, that's just, I'm, I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> but that's just the nature of it, right? That's, yeah. That's the nature. Uh, so, I mean, you guys are probably the most coolest fashion-minded people I've ever spoken that have been in this, in this <laughs> thing. Has this, wow. has this always been? Like, is it has, like, we're little... The three of you, when you we were little kids, were looking at it that way and trying to, you know, make sure that everything, not that everything coordinated, but that, like, put together? Um, I mean, I, I don't know about always, really, but there was always, um, yeah, there was always an interest, you know? Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, Justin and I's story is pretty similar. We've talked about it in length with each other, to each other for a while. It's how we became, you know, such good friends in the first place. Yeah. Um we both started with just shoes, actually. So me in particular, um, back when I first got into all of this, there wasn't really a fashion culture. There was just only sneaker culture, you know, right. just sneaker heads. And that's when I mean, we're talking when I'm like 11, 12, 13. You know, that's uh, that's 14, 15 years ago, by the way, for you listeners. And I'm older than you think. <laughs> um, not 20 years old. Um, but yeah, the, back then it was... Uh, Everybody kind of just dressed the same back then. We all wore LRG. We all wore Bape. We all wore Obey, Hundreds, Diamond, Diamond Supply Co. Yeah. <laughs> it was very easy to be well-dressed or considered well-dressed back then because you would just go to the mall, find find what everyone else was wearing, and, and try and match the colors with your shoes. Yeah. So it was really your shoes that would make you stand out, you know, because everybody had the same red Diamond Supply hat, <laughs> but somebody might have paired it with some Chicago ones. Somebody might have done some Fire Red Fives, and somebody might have done some... Uh, Pee Wee Herman as Mars 4s. Mars 4s, you know? Yeah. It, it was the shoes that made you stand out back then. And uh, I, I want th- that's how I got started anyway um, in, in this whole thing was uh, collecting, uh, first of all, Nike SBs. That was the first sneaker that got me into the culture in general was Nike SBs. And then uh, after that was Jordans. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then fashion came afterwards, of course. Yeah. When <laughs> the sneaker culture. Um, yeah. yeah, see, yeah. I missed out completely on that as a kid. For whatever reason, growing up, and I'm old, 
no one in my social circle cared about shoes really we didn't we just bought whatever our mom we just wore whatever our mom <laughs> bought us mm-hmm. yeah and i remember once complaining that my mom bought me this ugly sweater and saying i'm not wearing it and then i got a slap and then i said i bought it you're gonna wear it and then it's like okay um and then that just carried on forever like i really didn't start getting into um sneakers until i could afford to buy them on my own Mm -hmm. and that's will be i mean this is a common thing that's because they wouldn't buy them for me when i was a kid yeah so then i mean i've been buying them for a really long time now but i just I, i don't recall having that thing of I need to look a certain way. Like I just cared about the shoes, but I knew that I couldn't get the shoes I wanted. So then I'm like, okay, fine, yeah. whatever. I was uh, kind of like the same. I mean, like I didn't, I wasn't like five years old. Like I need some shoes, you know, <laughs> like it all started, I think in like high school, you know? Yeah. And then for me, it was like my mom, I like begged her for a pair of shoes and I was like, I need these. And she did get it for me. And then um, after that, like I, <laughs> I sold them and then I bought two more pairs <laughs> and I just kept on doing that. And I think that's what really like boosted my shoe game up. Yeah. And then I just got out of it for a few years and then I don't know, it always drink- brings you back in, you know, there's always something. Shoe. Yeah. That right. one shoe comes out and you're like, oh, I need that. And then yeah. boom, you're buying like 20 more pairs. You yeah. Know? I think uh, I've, I've I used to buy just everything. So I must have had maybe 70 or 80 which isn't a whole lot, really. It's a good amount. Um, That's a lot. That's, That's a lot, lot of shoes. <laughs> but then they were shoes. all, they were just, you know, general release stuff. Nothing, nothing, just stuff that I could literally go into Full Locker and buy. Yeah. Um, but you know what? You were able to buy a lot of really great stuff <laughs> yeah, back, back then. then. Full yeah, Locker. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Stuff True, was sitting. True Blue 3s yeah. were sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Black Cats. were sitting. Black Cats. Red 4s. Storm Blue Jordan 1s. Storm Blue Jordan 1s. Sitting. I mean, UNC's sitting. That's a luxury that we don't have anymore. Yeah. yeah, that's... And you know what? He's even crazier is when the Space Jams came out, mm. which is not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, well, the re-release. The 45 ones. Yeah. yeah. The, I, I, the day they came out, I called... Uh, Foot action or champs, whichever one that's in Bellevue Square, and I said, "Do you have a size 12 And she said, "Yeah, we have one size twelve, but this is like at five o'clock in the afternoon." Wow! And then I said, "Can you set it aside for me? I'll literally be there in twenty minutes." And she said, "Okay." Yeah. And then uh, I thought, man, that's so weird. They usually don't let you do that. Yeah. And then uh, when I got there, it was an older person who who uh, who had answered and said that they would set it aside. And then I thought, man, they probably didn't know that they're not supposed to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, like older person, I mean older person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. fifty plus years old. Oh jeez, okay. champs, <laughs> at champs, yeah. yeah. I swear, I knew everybody at champs in the past ten years. Oh, wow. <laughs> but and, no, uh, like that's that's. But I got my. That's how I. I mean, I I got those. But now I don't even. I don't even try. Yeah. I don't even try. They to probably do won't anything. even pick up the phone if you call nowadays. It, you know, yeah. that's that's true. Like on too. release day, they actually just don't like pick up the phone. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of them put it's not even the store that you're calling it's like it's an office a corporate office or or something so that's annoying so then uh so would you say that right now you guys are more into the fashion side versus the shoes versus the shoe side yeah um i mean once again i'm only gonna speak for myself here and i'll let them go um but uh as of now i kind of consider myself retired from the from sneaker sneakers. game, yeah, I can't even tell you the last time I wore a sneaker. <laughs> you gave um, yourself a gold watch. Well, so I, there was just one shoe that I told myself I would get, um, and I'd try to be done after that, and that was the Chicago ones in my birth year. Okay. So once I got the 1994 um, release of the Chicago ones, I 
tried to retire, and then I think I maybe got like Guava Fours after that, the the Union ones, <laughs> and I really liked those as well. And then um, maybe two more shoes. I want to say after that, White Cement Fours came on after. Mm. Um, not a release, just I had never had them, and so I wanted them. And then um, Black Cat Fours. Okay. After the Black Cat Fours came out, that's when I really just stopped. I don't think I bought another sneaker past that time. Um, and I don't even wear any of them. I, I, I just kind of keep them uh, displayed as like trophies because sneakers are what got me into fashion in the first place. Right. And it just makes me feel good to come home to them. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> kind of going back to what you said, um, fashion, though, that's like that's sort of my primary directive right now. I think that's like all you would see on my Instagram. It's kind of all I purchase nowadays is like uh, new clothes, new accessories. And um, it's kind of been my primary directive since i want to say like 18 19 okay like a, a late start but uh like justin was saying um it, the, the heavy purchasing didn't really start until uh i could afford to do it myself right you know yeah. so when i could start to do it myself it really was more the fashion i wanted to be into you know uh, rather than the sneakers but the sneakers is like you know one shoe a month kind of thing sure clothing um it's every day every day right? <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah it's something it's something every day mm -hmm. yeah how about you? Uh, for me, I mean, I was pretty big sneakerhead until like recent. I would say now I'm like kind of like in Paul's direction a little bit later. Just like I mean, I still have love for sneakers. I still got like a bunch, like probably around a hundred pairs or something just at home. But like I've just yeah, been I, getting. You might more. have more than that at home. Yeah, right? I think I have more than a hundred <laughs> pairs at home. But I've just been like really. What size are you? I'm a nine half ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to find someone who's a twelve. So yeah. you can can't <laughs> just... <laughs> He's twelve. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I just I I've gone to more towards the fashion route and kind of left like the hype route um, behind. I mean, but I still have love for all like sneakers that come out, and there are a few sneakers that I still like want to get. You know, yeah, just like grails and stuff. But what's the what's the top one? <sighs> Dang, that's that's a hard one. I honestly he has them all. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's like if I really want something, and, and now it. that I'm like I, we work hard, I would just get it, you know. Yeah. But like before, obviously I can do that. But now it's like I have more financial freedom. Probably discretionary yeah. income is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, but I would like to get a pair. Dang, that's hard, man. You have them all. Uh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> Chicago off whites. For the past eight years, uh, I've been Justin's I friend. I don't even want the Chicago off whites. Every like shoe he has told me he's wanted. By now, he has. He has He's it. always wanted fragment ones. He has those now. Yeah. He wanted both unions. He has both unions. The ones, not the fours. Um, he's wanted shattered backboards. He has shattered backboards. He's wanted Chicago's. He has Chicago's. He wanted breads. He has breads. Um, he has Tiffany. He has bees. He has Yeezy 2s. He has the Nike Yeezy 2s, guys. But that's um, good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the list goes on. We don't got to go that deep. <laughs> Y'all don't know where I live. <laughs> uh, either way... Um, yeah, that's just, yeah, I have love for sneakers. I always will. And I always probably buy them. And, like, for me, I've always worn all my sneakers. So, like, I don't, I probably only have, like, two or three newer pairs that I haven't worn. But everything else has been worn at least once. Because yeah. I like to just, you know, put them on the feet. I yeah. don't like to have them sitting on a shelf. Yeah, you got me beat. You got me beat on that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm starting to buy more you stuff so that I can just go ahead and. Mm. and Definitely and, easier. And and wear it because the new stuff is like no, no it's way, way harder. Yeah, like it, it, taking it. a brand new pair of shoes and putting them on and just creasing them is hard for like if you're a sneakerhead. 
But yeah. now that I'm in the fashion, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. get a pair of boots or something. Shit, it's shit, like, shit. Hey, you get them, you're just putting them on. And yeah. you just wear them that day. And you start? I'm more like a, a passive participant in, in the whole clothing, sneaker, fashion scene. I, I, I like seeing it on other people, but I couldn't really care so much for myself to wear it. I am more into just being comfortable yeah. like as long as I'm, I'm comfortable i'm happy that's why i've like i found a shoe that i like and i wear it every day uh when it when the air bubble on the air maxes pop i'll buy that same one same colorway um man See, I, I relate to that yeah i just, just want to be comfortable I just want to be comfortable i and i enjoy being with them so much because they they wear stuff and it's like i it's like i feel like i wore it because okay. I see them in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I, see, I see them in it, and I'm like, okay, now I, I know how it looks. It won't look good on me. And every now and then, I'll go to Justin's house and steal something. And then... <laughs> he does. <laughs> yep. No, yeah. I, I get that totally. I just want to be... I don't like wearing pants. I don't like wearing jean shorts. I would much rather be wearing... Like sweatpants, sweat with sweat shorts, joggers, yeah. yeah, just that because it's like it's so much. Like I just, it's like it's so much work to put jeans on. I mean, I'm super lazy, and then <laughs> even with the shoes, I just wear. I have like three or four that I wear, and it's because I don't need to tie them, and I can just. I don't care if I just stick my foot in there. They're all creased. They're all be like these are these eleven breads are my beater nows. Uh, it's good now. shoe though. Yeah, and I think it's comfortable. Yeah, it's just a hassle putting it on and off. These guys change outfits three or four times a day at work. Wow. They they will literally change pants three or four times. Justin, I've never seen Justin come in and leave in the same outfit. I've never Dang, seen that happen. Bro. Wow, that's yeah. so. Th- is that just because? No, not because I like need to change <laughs> into a different outfit, but it's because like I'll see something I like buy it or like you know like customer will bring in something and i'm like oh that's pretty cool and then i was just like buy it uh, you know um i'm guilty of that if ken jay is like the ultimate observer justin's like the ultimate consumer yeah <laughs> you know yeah. so even today we uh, actually for our youtube channel went thrifting okay and uh we were buying products for our customers for our racks right and uh this crew neck justin's wearing right here <laughs> justin took for himself at the end of the day so even today what kenjay's saying is true he's not he didn't leave work well the same I mean, but that's he came dang in. you know what Straight they say backs. if you if you love what you do then you're not you don't you're not really working yeah i mean yeah, that is fun. pretty much the that's epitome fun. of it right here yeah um so that no that is that is fantastic to hear the uh, well okay i'm inserting myself into i'm doing a lot of i statements but sure. one of the reasons that i i I do not like trying clothes on. I do not like going shopping. It's because one, I'm fat. And then, <laughs> Stop. No. Yeah, and then they sizes are all over the place. It's like you can go yeah. to one store and then I think it's like, okay, am I an extra large? And then I'll take the extra large and it fits like a small. Mm. And then my self-esteem just de- crumbles, deteriorates and gets into the fetal position. And it's like, I just want to go you know, eat some chicken wings or something. <laughs> Um, that's what I, so, sure. so the question I was going to ask is the, like, do you guys venture out into like personal shopping or to have clients that say, listen, like me, I hate going, like, I hate mm. going to the store mm. and yeah. your shop is super cool, but I consider it shopping and it's not on my favorite things to yeah. do. So like, if I said, listen, I'll give you like these, uh, services that just send boxes of clothes out for once, you know, you a set amount for a. Like, have you guys done anything of that, or do you guys have those types of customers? We've um, 
we've styled, you know, we've styled celebrities for like music videos and stuff like that. I'd say that's probably the closest we've gotten to actual client work. Mm-hmm. But um, no, it's not a service we currently um, offer, but it'd be fun. That would be cool. I, I can. I think I can speak for all of us when I say we'd be open to that idea. Man, because I would, I would pay a few hundred bucks to just have stuff sent, mm. and then but the, but then to have that you can't do it over a website, right? Because mm. there's some because all of these sizings are all because I tried it. I tried the mm-hmm. the stitch fix or I don't know one Jack of these. Or something. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, I tried yeah. one of those, mm-hmm. and. They do ask you a bunch of questions, and I put the husky build and the love <laughs> like it's, it's like they, I did it ask for your measurements. Yeah, uh, that's the most important thing. It, Fashion. Well, key for pants it did, hmm. but then not for shirts. Okay, so or a neck it did, but even then it's like some things will fit fine on the neck, but then my arm just looks like a sausage that is just yeah. forced into its casing and is about to burst. I got you. <laughs> there, there, there are five golden measurements you need. When you don't know what size you are. Yeah. Especially in, like, right now's fashion mm-hmm. landscape when every brand makes different sized larges and different yeah. sized extra larges. Um, the most important measurement for if something's going to be comfortable on your chest is pit to pit. Right. The distance so between your armpit to is armpit. Is that chest? Is that just the that's chest just, That's the exact um, measurements of your chest across. Yeah. And um, any clothing brand, at least online, should tell you that. Right. Mm-hmm. Next is shoulder to shoulder. That'll tell you how comfortable your neck will be, right? Then it's top to hem, right? Or length. Some websites will list that as length. That's how long something is. So if you have like a bigger torso, you'd probably want like a longer length there. Okay. And then mm-hmm. that's uh, that covers what, three of them? And then there's, um, oh, sleeve length, okay. right? Sleeve length is a very common one. So you don't, you know, sometimes, you know, when you, uh, the viewers can't see this, but if you like lift your arms and your shirt's doing this, you don't want that. Right. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't like his crew neck that he's wearing. I'm sorry you guys can't see this, but it, uh, it's funny looking. Um, see, all of that just sounds like way too much work. <laughs> like right now, okay, I, I will admit this, and I'm okay admitting it. The majority of my shirts, my wife gets me from either Old Navy or a Hot Topic hey, you know, because we works, found works, the size that works. And then works. here's the other crazy thing is I have these goofy goofy shirts that get me compliments all the time. Mm. But then when I do wear, I mean, let's see. I mean, I would say Supreme, but Supreme's not. Let's just say the, let's just say something Something like that. Mm -hmm. No one cares. Yeah. Like no Mm. one cares at all. And then, but yet I'm wearing this uh, shirt that my wife got me that's $9.99 from Hot Topic. (laughs) That's just a Godzilla graphic tee. It like gets so much. It gets so much more attention. It's because it's relatable yeah. in a sense. Like, yeah, and, and different, and because it's, it's different. different. Yeah, too. Supreme yeah. is so common now. You know, yeah. it's like fashion people will be like, "Oh, that's cool," you know. Mm-hmm. But like, they hardly ever comment. They'll just look you up and down and be like, "Okay," you know. And they'll be like, "We they understand it, <laughs> See, right?" I don't want to be. But judged. then if you wear like a graphic <laughs> that says like, "I love like booty cakes" or something, <laughs> anybody that loves booty cakes is gonna be like, "That's a cool shirt." Right, because the, Actually, you're reaching out to so much more t-shirt. people, right? Yeah. Like, right. it's just the way it is. Like, we um, talked about this one time yeah. where, like, guys in Seattle who are dressing up, like, girls don't know. Like, they're not <laughs> dressing up for girls; they're dressing up to flex on other dudes. Right. Yeah, and the guys who are getting girls are like all in Nike tech fleece. <laughs> 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 they're like they're wearing like the the Nordstrom rack fit. 
mm-hmm. but the guys in like the acronym in the Rick Owens. <laughs> They're like, everyone's like, damn, he's in the, the most fire outfit. And the chick's walking out with the other guy. <laughs> that's, like, that's how it is. We had this conversation yeah, before. Yeah. I don't want to name our friends' names, but we, t- we had this conversation. These are coming from the guys who are wearing these brands. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it's, I mean, women are the same way. It's like women do nails and wear the heels mm-hmm. to... You know, to show off to other women. But so guys notice that too, though. That's, that's, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not all guys, though. I mean, I, I, there, there's I some guys, guys who care noticed. and some who don't. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. Hilarious. It's so. It's, yeah. It's definitely, you know, yeah, personal preference, and I think uh, I, I, because everything is so much work to me, and I'm lazy, and I don't, I don't <laughs> do all of that stuff. But you should, you should definitely consider that. And I know we have a hard out here. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting on a call from the lady. Uh, we got two minutes, but maybe she'll take a bit longer to call. I'm not too sure. You know? oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. then you know what? I you I will follow your lead. Okay. Sure. So you're you're the you're you're in control. Awesome. You're oh. in control of the show. <laughs> no, no, don't give me control of the show. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You now it's control. my turn to ask the questions. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is fun, man. Appreciate you having. No, us yeah, I, I appreciate. We're still it, keeping it going. Let's come. go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the new spot looks great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the vi- so the uh, YouTube, you guys have someone who just does your YouTube stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Stefan Van. He's Man, um, extremely talented videographer. Yeah. He's he's incredible. He does incredible work. Yeah. That's the uh, yeah. I am super jealous of that because uh, th- you know Paris and I are a two man team, mm. and we do the job of about five people, mm-hmm. and really the you know making youtube videos is last on my like we have there's so many other administrative stuff uh, mm-hmm. that i can do mm-hmm. but man it's the, the you know the engaging that audience like you guys have done a really good job about that and i've noticed that you guys are doing longer videos now mm-hmm. oh, yeah. like hour long videos and uh, i really dig that long form stuff because it 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 it, it just makes a, it it draws people in more than just something that is a bunch of fast cuts, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and and the so, how has that gone for you? Like, what do you, do you guys read comments? Do you guys? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Every yeah. single one, and we respond to as many as we can. And um, yeah, uh, we we found like our our sweet spot, and that seems to be like anywhere from like the fifteen to like thirty minute mark. Mm-hmm. Um, any of the videos that were like 10, 12, 13 minutes. They just didn't uh, perform as well, and the the audience didn't respond as much to those. So we, we just shoot for like longer format videos than we used to for sure, and it, it's been it's been good. No, that's yeah, that's exciting to see how you guys have blown up on that. Yeah, thank and you. then then it. I get jealous because then I'm like, man, if, if we had two more people that <laughs> shared <laughs> for sure. that shared our energy, right? Like yeah. we could, you know, the the on the you know just for sneakers, we could really get some you know get some yeah. get some headway there um because there's there's three of you how do you separate responsibility how do you separate the admin stuff do you guys ever talk about this person's in charge of this this person needs to do this um <clears throat> this so, is more bu- that's a more businessy question yeah so essentially i mean for us we all kind of just had per- different personalities right and we all felt like Hey, we're kind of funny, <laughs> yeah. you know. So we're pretty. Oh, we're also super unorganized. So yeah. it's it's really like, hey, we meet up on Wednesdays to shoot a video. Yeah. And it'll be like 4 a.m. and I'll text Paul and be like, 
hey, like, what are we filming tomorrow? If <laughs> you're like, I don't know. And then we just go there. But that's what makes the videos more fun, in my opinion, because it's so real. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, we're actually just meeting up and, like, figuring out what to do. Like, normal people, right? We didn't, like, prepare for anything. It was more like, hey, this is what we're going to do today. Let's do it as a team. Have fun. And just be ourselves. And, like, Kevin, our neighbor, um, we have amazing neighbors next to us. They're, like, a whole studio. And they do a whole oh, okay. bunch of art and stuff. And he was just like, I love watching you guys YouTube. And he has no, he doesn't care about fashion <laughs> in yeah, any care. regard. Kevin He's, watches our YouTube? Yeah. I didn't know. No, I, came, I, came out, I came in one morning. I was walking to work. And Kevin's like, yo. And I'm like, what's up? And he, he's just like a great artist, dude. And he Kevin just, is like the coolest dude. Yeah, yeah We know. Yeah. He's like actually like effortlessly cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know those like cool guys old from like Americana, old school yeah. 90s yeah. movies? Okay. He's like that in real life. He's so cool, man. But yeah, he, he doesn't um, give a flying like anything. shit. Can I swear on here? Sure. Yeah, he doesn't give a flying fuck about <laughs> fashion at all. And he was like, bro, I watch you guys' YouTube videos every morning when I'm, you know, <laughs> eating breakfast and I'm just laughing the whole time. Like, you guys, like, it's so cool because I go next door and I talk to you guys and you guys are <laughs> the same. And they're like, well, I mean, what do you expect us to be? And he's like, you know, like some YouTubers, they'll com it's completely pretend. change up. Yeah, I've seen fake. it, but it's just the way it is, you know? Uh, I mean, I respect it, but for us, we just want to stay true to our colors I mean, and just have fun with it. Yeah, that's that, the, the, I mean, you know, when YouTube had its crazy, had its crazy moment about four or five years ago mm -hmm. when like the Pauls were coming up and all of these people were just, I mean, there was a bunch of, news reports about fake fake enthusiasm fake mm. happiness and, yeah i mean if you kind of think about it it makes perfect sense that young kids are having all of these issues like issues and are having problems with social media because that's all they see so like it, it, it makes sense that if if you are portraying something that is fabricated fake mm -hmm. super produced and, and then you, you just can't keep that's just not it's, how humans it's are it's hard to keep up yeah i yeah. mean um i think we made, we just made it a point to want to be ourselves on our youtube and if people tune in they tune in and if they don't they don't and yeah. luckily we're really thankful to have the audience that we have mm -hmm. that does just watch the videos kind of to, um to in a sense just hang out with us you know yeah and uh, it feels good yeah feels so good. i like the fit checks when ken j shows his <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. His same outfit. His every same week. outfit. Although he doesn't it. have the supreme hoodie on today. Uh, the, the fleece, yeah. the zip up fleece. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so there's like three. There's like two or three different yeah. tops. Funny because everybody knows his yeah. same outfit, bro. Yeah. yeah and then and then Paul. I mean, Paul takes a good chunk of the running time. Yeah, you describing think? <laughs> my, my outfits. I, I do go into detail. You're, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you're very thorough. Yeah. Yeah. You're very thorough. They're in the trendsetters, pieces. man. Like so many people who've come into the shop, who have been our friends, they end up dressing just like these guys. Oh, because man. you know, it's not really. I would say, I, they, at least they take on parts and like brands and pieces yeah. of what of what you guys have and, yeah, and integrate would, it into yeah, their own I style. I suppose it, it, certain brands, you know, we just have liked for a while and they haven't been always the most popular you know yeah. like chrome hearts is um it was a really popular jewelry brand in in asia you know before anywhere else really okay yeah um you know longer than 10 years ago um maybe like 15 years ago it was popping in japan and korea it was huge 
and uh only within the last like three two three years is it really gone mainstream in america here okay but um is it made here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it was made a, here but it was popular in in asia in yeah asia. he's um the starks have always had locations in japan okay and uh one in korea got yeah that's I mean that's like the jeans. If I were to commission like you're you making those jeans with the hardware, that's yeah. cool. It's like I do. I would dig that. Oh, so yeah. many people ask oh, I, yeah. all the time when Paul's <laughs> yeah. not there. People ask yeah. like, "Hey, you do the jeans?" I'm yeah. like, "Nope, Paul's not here." <laughs> you gotta ask him. Yeah, you know, and then I mean, you went out. You made it a point to say, "Listen, do not ask me <laughs> you know, to hook I mean, you up with this hardware." It's it's really um it's because I wouldn't be able to keep up with the demand. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's just it's hard for me to even get enough to make a few pairs at a time. Yeah, and I'd rather just keep that for friends and family. Sure. You know, yeah. if I have an opportunity to make another pair, I'd probably just offer it to somebody who, in my friend circle who doesn't have one yet. You right. Know? And when they're all done, maybe I'll, you know, hey, yeah. I have one set of hardware left, you know. And then yeah. let the kill each other for begin. it. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how we like to be. I mean, Paul's literally never upcharged me for a pair. No. Like, he made them. He's, he put the money up front for it. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, like, take these for the same price I got them for. And I'm just like, okay. And that's just how we've always been yeah. um, with our friend circle and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because in the end of the day, like... It's cool making money, but... I mean, but what goes around cooler. comes around, exactly. you know? Sure. So, yeah, yeah, we just put I mean, good energy out there. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite things to say, is the universe will balance stuff out. Mm. Yeah. It's like, with my social circles, like, I I don't really worry about the small stuff. Like, go out to eat, pay, you know, fine, I'll pay fine. That, like, you know, there's a million of these types of, of, uh, of situations that happen. I'm not too worried about it. Because then there are those people who are so picky about... Like even the splitting the check, it's like well I only had this and I only had that and I need oh, to know no, exactly dude. when you go out to, to eat with thing. us, man. We compete for who pays the whole bill. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> will. We will take turns pretending to go to the bathroom. And slip away <laughs> yeah, the yeah, I've, I've seen uh, Paul and I go to the bathroom like over ten times. <laughs> like, hey, bro, and we be like fighting because like. Some people, like our friends, don't actually need to use the restroom. Yeah. And we're like, nah, bro. And then they're like, what do you mean, bro? And I'm like, you can't go. And yeah, they're like, I think need to pee. They're trying to and pay. I'm like, oh, yeah. my bad. Especially bro. if our friends come from out of town, we'll be like, no, you're not allowed to pee. Yeah, not yeah. tonight. Not That's tonight. Funny. Yeah. That, is, that is funny. Um, well, you know, I don't want to take up more of your guys' time. Thank you so much for coming through. We didn't talk about Ken J's other keyboard. Well, no, let's do, let's do that real quick. Yeah, let's, let's do that do real that. quick. Please. You want to do that? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So you're we still in control. Well, so uh, just to keep the viewers in tune with what's going on, my girlfriend called me about eight minutes ago and was expecting dinner thirty minutes ago. So let's. <laughs> we'll keep, <laughs> it, short. keep, we'll keep it short. We'll keep no, it short. No, no, no. We're totally good. I really want to help uh, promote Typology because it's really cool what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, it's just like a, a mechanical keyboard shop over in Greenwood. Uh, like the custom mechanical keyboard scene's gotten like really big because PC gaming has gotten big and everyone's right. inside because of coronavirus. But uh, yeah, so, yeah. Essentially, if you want you know custom keyboard or keycaps, a lot of that stuff's really hard to get. Like some keycap, just the keycaps will cost like sometimes like upwards of like three to six hundred dollars. Like so that, to specify, keyboard is like. The frame the and the then keycaps are like the actual keys, the, the letters on it that you press. The, the, the buttons you press, yeah. And, um, individually, keycaps are collectibles. And individually, mm. keyboards are collectibles too. And you could like mix and match. And what I've come to find out by becoming friends with Kenji over the past couple of years is um, there's a lot of crossover between like 
like the hype beast culture and keyboard culture oh, okay like a lot of cross promotion there's a lot of people who like you know the people who like match the sneakers with the clothes yeah there's people who match the keyboards with the wallpaper with sure. the monitor with the with the wrap they desktop. put on the yeah, computer exactly. yeah like with the, the desktop with everything yeah. you know and it's it's a very like color coordinated kind of thing but that's like very it's it's similar it's a collector's yeah. culture people yeah collect sneakers people collect keyboards it's it's all there yeah. it all kind of integrated because like the last couple of years a lot of people are more focusing on their interior like home interiors because right. that's like a part of their fashion almost is like how how your house looks but yeah so so the kenj came to the shop the other day and we had the nerdiest of two-minute conversations of <laughs> mtx switches and there was a couple people in the shop and then when you left they just turned to me and said what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what is that? And then I went into a little bit of, you know, how the keys feel different, and mm-hmm. you don't you you don't want a mushy key. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, yo, like that that conversation has never been had at a sneaker shop. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. Soon you'll start hearing it more. Yeah. But yeah. So where where's the where's the? I'm sorry. What was the name of your shop? Uh, typology. It's on Instagram. Typology.co. Not Typology, which is a makeup store, which I get tagged in almost uh, very uh, often. I spell, get a lot. Spell of, it out phonetically for the viewers. Type just T Y P E O L O G Y dot co. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll link it into the show notes, Thank and you. of course I'll link the Drip Tea Market, the Drip Tea Market, and Drip Tea into the show notes. Check out his YouTube too. Uh, PC Concepts. Oh yeah, yeah shout PC out PC Concepts. Concepts. I actually I watch his channel a lot when I'm yeah. like eating or like cooking. It's very soothing. There's like this, like there's like sneaker YouTube, right? Which is like yeah. really like erratic, and it's like new releases, bro, 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 bro. And then there's like, hi, welcome to Teha Types. Oh, welcome back to PC Concepts, which is his channel. And it's like, <laughs> it's really soothing, and you just they just talk about like keycaps. They're like, let's do a sound test on these switches. Tick clack, click clack, click clack, click. So it's like an A yeah, 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 I wouldn't go that far. But talking about like sneaker stuff when you're when it comes out, you're hyped. Like when I talk about keyboard stuff, it's just like, oh yeah, I like this. This is pretty cool. You know, it's, it's all right. Yeah, it there's looks, never too good. much enthusiasm. Yeah. Which I, so I just like having it on in the background, and it's. <laughs> but so, yeah. he also makes it extremely funny. No, yes, like exactly. usually you watch like tech videos, they're like, yeah, you know, <laughs> very. Dry. Informative, yeah, and dry. Straight but his is like informative, but it's also like hilarious, yeah. like. Definitely check them out. Uh, shout out PC Concepts. All right. Yeah, I'll link all of that. Um, well, thank you so much, guys. Thank I you. so of much appreciate it. Um, if you were to do a 30-second spot, a 30-second shout-out to your to the to the to the market, go ahead, go ahead and do it. Tell people why they should come and visit and what they'll what they will what they can expect. Uh, well, you know, shout out Drip T fam, first of all. That's what we call our audience, and we love all of you, all you guys, you know, crossing over to tune into this. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, you know, I'd say our store really, we we created it as a concept at first in the cafe, and then it just became a whole nother monster when Parcel joined up with us, you know. So just if you want to buy something different, you know, we, we try and keep a unique inventory of clothes. I'd say we're predominantly a clothing store at this point rather than a sneaker store. Um, but we do our best to, you know, keep in stock the newest shoes as well. So if you just want a little bit of everything in a good way, uh, come stop by us for your Christmas shopping. Perfect. Justin, last remarks. I mean, yeah, like Paul said, we're really appreciative of all of our supporters and our fans and our fam- friends and our family. Literally everybody that has our back. Um, we just wanted to bring something new to Seattle. I feel like Seattle wasn't necessarily lacking, but 
it definitely could get better, right? Mm-hmm. There's always room for improvement. Um, working with the community, working with people like you, it's just stuff like this that really like makes it fun. Yeah, pushes, yeah. pushing makes, the culture forward, and pushing the culture forward. Yeah. Um, that Seattle desperately needs. And yeah, thank you again, everybody. Yeah, thanks for coming through. No, that's no. no. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, and uh, we're happy to come through. Yeah, You're welcome, Kenji. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Um, I will add all of their links to the show notes and tag them onto the social media post. Uh, again, thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to check out the sponsors, Rancho Bravo Tacos and Crunchy Red Fruit. And that's it. Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yep. Thank you.